We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. It's Super Bowl Friday. We've somehow made it. I don't know how the hell that happened. Oh, now I know how. The Nets imploded this week. Yes! What a fantastic way to get through. One and oh. What is typically the slowest week of the year, but we've made it to Super Bowl Friday. We'll have picks for uh, Chiefs and uh, Eagles. We'll break it down. We'll prop your faces off, and we'll have a good time doing it because the end of the football season is now 48 hours away. But I'll tell you something right now. I'm a diehard Jet fan. Evan's a diehard Jet fan. You are living in a Jets world, people. We get two guys into the Hall of Fame. We win the Offensive Rookie of the Year Award. We win the Defensive Rookie of the Year Award. We win the Executive of the Year Award. We win the Mascot of the Year Award. We won the Hottest Cheerleaders of the Year Award. And now the question is, can we continue on our path towards next year's championship. Good afternoon, Evan. How are you today, kid? And still finished under 500 and missed the playoffs. This is what we did. <laughs> yes. I but. was most proud of Joe Klecko is before my time, but I know the fight that Jet fans had for many, many years for him to be in the Hall of Fame. So I'm happy for him. I'm happy for the older Jet fan. But Darrell Revis, that's satisfying because so? before I was pissed about DeGrom leaving, well, I was pissed about moving on from Revis. And that killed me. And what killed me even more is, okay, wise trade coming off the major injury to Tampa. But then a year after that, he's in New England and he's winning a Super Bowl. A Super Bowl that's only won because Russell Wilson throws an interception. Right. right? And then Darrell comes back and didn't really have the greatest time here, especially Week 17 against the Bills in 2015. But here's what's beautiful about Darrell Rivas. Jet fans adore him. Jet fans love him. Jet fans are proud that he's a first-bout Hall of Famer. Yet, while I was here at this radio station, while you were here at this radio station, Darrell Rivas was disliked by a lot of Jet fans. Uh, well, for a couple reasons. I know. Uh, the first of which is Darrell Rivas essentially held out and renegotiated his contract every year he was a Jet. Yeah. Now, he also was one of the smartest businessmen that's ever had a helmet and shoulder pads on because he always won. Uh, but it turned people off. Uh, you know, it's funny that you bring it up because you're right. Of course, winning a Super Bowl with the Patriots doesn't help matters either. And then coming back, but he was the best player we've had on this franchise with all due respect to other good players, in a very, very long time. That being said... I would say, by the way, just real quick, yeah. I would say pound for pound he was the best player who ever played for the New York Jets. But I wouldn't argue it. At I he wouldn't did, argue it. He was the best. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it's great to have a guy that we got to see at an age where we can appreciate it and enjoy it and look back and go, I saw every game that guy played. 
Yeah, we don't have a lot of those guys uh, well, but, in. But you're partially wrong, and I think that's the thing that still bothers well, who did we me. Get, who did we get to see to, like that? No, no, no. I'm, that's not what I'm disagreeing oh, yeah, with. Good, good. We didn't see every game he played because he played about 35 of them with Tampa Bay, New England, and then I don't even clap no, the Chiefs. every game is a Jet. We no, saw his whole Jet But career. it annoyed yeah. me because there are certain guys who need to be on your team for their entire career. Okay. Well, and that's a different look, way to look at it. Okay. No, and that's the way yeah. I do look at it, and it's just it's bittersweet. It really is what it comes down to, because I love Darrell Revis. You didn't and get Darrell pain- for every single game he played it in football. It pained me. Right. I argued with the audience, and I'm not sure what side you were on, so I'm not accusing you of anything, yeah. but I argued with Jet fans in 2013. We can't trade him. He needs to be a Jet for life. And it bothers me that he did. And it bothers me that he went to New England won a Super Bowl. Now, I still love him, and I think the Jet fans have shown you in the last 12 hours, they still love him. Despite all the misgivings they had, and you laid it out, the holdouts numerous times, yeah. the contracts, he's still a great player who we adore, despite, A, not playing his whole career with the team, which should have happened, and then the other things that you mentioned. And it's a reminder that a decade from now, that's the way DeGrom will be viewed. Uh, you have to remember, I say this all the time, uh, time heals a lot of things. You look at guys differently the farther away you get from their career. You know, so there are moments and there are people who they're just as big a Jet fan as you are and I am who uh, really had a problem with Terrell Rivas. I get that. Uh, for, you know, for contract holdouts, for, you know, all the stuff that took place. Obviously, we didn't win as much as we wanted, all that kind of jazz. Uh, but the reality is this. The further you get away from the guy's career, the more you can appreciate the career. And Darrell Rivas, whether Evan's exactly right or not, side of the point, is one of the great players to ever wear our jersey. And the fact that he gets in on the first ballot, and the fact that we got to enjoy seeing him here, and he uh, seems to be proud to be a Jet, and said all the right things about his Jet career as opposed to his NFL career, is great, man. It's awesome. And... uh, Listen, I saw Joe Klecko play. I remember sitting next to Boomer all those years, and uh, as much as Boomer and I bust each other's balls, you know, Boomer's opinion on what makes a great football player should be respected. He played the sport and is an NFL MVP. And he used to tell me something that I could never appreciate. You can, uh, could never appreciate it from the standpoint of being on the field with those guys is that Joe Klecko was unguardable. Joe Clacco played multiple positions, and nobody wanted that matchup. Anthony Munoz, who we by default had to have on every show we ever did from the <laughs> Super Bowl, despite the fact he had nothing new to say after year four, and yet we did it 10 consecutive years anyway, and I love Anthony, but that's a reality, that's a fact. And oh, by the way, they did it again this year. Did they? Yes, they did. <laughs> it was the only guest they had all week. Uh, and it was Anthony Munoz, right? <laughs> right? And he would tell you, as the, the greatest left tackle to ever play football, the one guy, not that he feared him, because he obviously don't fear anyone right. when you're Anthony Munoz, but the one guy that gave him fits was Joe Klecko. Look, I think just knowing Pro Bowl at three different positions, and also a guy who was a career jet till the bitter end and then spent one year in Indianapolis, and you try to delete it from your memory. And the beauty of Klecko, <laughs> unlike certain other guys in this town, well, yes, if you asked the question, he would always tell you, of course, it would be a great honor. Joe Klecko did not spend his entire retired life actively uh, pursuing and pitching and marketing himself to be a Hall of Famer. He'd answer the question if you asked it, because I'm sure you guys have had him on. We had him on, obviously. But he wasn't a self-promoter, and I'm just really happy for Joe Klecko yeah, that he's the, in. The promoting of Joe Klecko came from the Jet fan of the mid-'80s and early-'80s, the Jet fan who watched him, the Jet fan who knows 
that's a guy who deserves to be in Canton, and I'm thrilled for him. And so you're right. The, the awards for Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner, you know what? I, I'll tell you why it doesn't matter at all to me. I watch them play. I know how good they are. Yeah. I don't need, or maybe they do, and that's fine. I don't need as a, fa- as a fan them to win an award to tell me what I just witnessed. Well, listen, winning, they're brilliant young players. Winning the award didn't get them into the playoffs. Is the ultimate thing here is that we're getting at? Right. Yeah, we have two great young players. Uh, it, uh, it it tells you that Joe Douglas did do a really good job in last year's draft to have two guys, obviously being rookies of the year, offensive and defensive, but he's got to do a lot more work. Of course. Like, that accolade doesn't win games. Let's go win some games. Like, the Giants had a big award last night. Brian Dable was the coach of the year, and I think you'd agree with me. Well-deserved. Should have been the guy. You agree? They got it right? Coach of the year? Yes, I think Brian David was the coach. I spoke of the for year. five seconds. Was it that boring? No, no. I was. I thought I saw breaking news, uh, <laughs> and I, I, I apologize. Yeah, the Nets uh, traded Kevin Durant. I know. No, no, <laughs> no. I thought it was announced that Tiger Woods was playing the Masters, but I read it wrong. He's playing the Genesis, oh. which is uh, his sponsor. He's not the Hyundai or the truck or whatever it is uh, that he was driving when he had the accident. That's what I was going to say. Isn't that the same tournament he got hurt? Yeah, yeah. I think that's the tournament. What's it? Is it three years now or two? Uh, I think it was two, two. years. So uh, he's going back, and he's uh, playing in that tournament. I apologize. I saw a blurb on TV. I, I, I thought it was something else. All I was saying oh, is no, Brian Dable deserves Coach of the Year. Brian Dable. Damn right he does. I, listen, <laughs> I, I, know the, I know the argument against it, but it's a silly argument. Well, he was 9-7-1. Yeah, Brian Dable turned a franchise around that had no expectation this year with a quarterback that was most likely on his way out of town, with a running back that had never lived up to expectations, and he got them into the playoffs and won a playoff game. Everyone else can shut up. Brian Dable's the coach it's, of the year. It's a great deserving award, just like Garrett Wilson, Sauce Gardner deserve theirs. But I've already gotten to the part of the football season where it's on to the next, where it's on to, okay, now how are you going to get better? In the Jets' case, finding a quarterback. And in the Giants' case, trying to get back to the playoffs yeah. again. Did you see what Brian Dable said he's doing? Yeah. Speaking about getting ready for the next season. He's called uh, pulling a carton. He's having a case of beer, yep. a plate of nachos, and tomorrow he will start looking forward to next year. Uh, excuse me, Monday. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, that's my guy. That's called a cart. Yeah, we I mean, call that a cart. That's right. <laughs> that's what I thought. That's exactly right. When that's I saw right. that, I thought that. We- I didn't see the NFL award show because I was watching the new look Brooklyn Nets begin the post Durant era with a victory. Do we call How that? Was that is the post Durant era also known as? The homophobic era? Oh, don't, don't, don't do Is this. that the era where we, as an organization, uh, denounce uh, the gay first lifestyle? Of all, first of all. Okay, or, is that, or is there something else we're doing? I thought. I'm just so I know, because I, I don't know. They have weird promotions there. I, I don't know. I thought yeah. that with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant gone, <laughs> it would just be basketball. Nobody would care. You I, would I think so. And there'd be no controversies. <laughs> yeah, oops. And my man, Cam Thomas, who had a rough night last night in the first half, and then bounced back, got to the line a bunch of times, made some plays. Yeah. I, I liked what I saw despite 3 for 16 from the field. If you missed it, he made a comment yes. in a post-game interview with Spencer Dinwiddie that... Well, it was on the heels that the wagon set up for you. It was yeah, on the heels of when Spencer Dinwiddie uh, was spoke with the press once they found that he was being traded for, uh, for Kyrie Irving. Spencer Dinwiddie said, we may not be the best package of guys in return, to be honest, but we're the best looking. Right. And there's a funny little line. He acknowledged that he's not as good as uh, Kyrie, but that he's a good-looking guy. So last night after the game, yeah, Cam didn't have 40 for the fourth night in a row. The Nets win a game. They're very happy about it. You know, young and exuberant guys. Yeah. Totally respect that. And they had a really good second half. And uh, the I forget who's doing the interview. I apologize for that. Jared Greenberg. All right. 
So Jared Greenberg is talking to uh, Dinwiddie and, and Cam Thomas, and they're just two young guys who are excited. And the 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 comment comes up about them being good-looking guys, and really like almost under his breath. To be fair about it, Cam Thomas very quickly utters a phrase. It's a two-word phrase that I'm not going to repeat here, but it the first word is no, and the second word rhymes with no. Right. I'll leave it at that. That's fair. You can see Dinwiddie immediately goes, oh, no. <laughs> it was like, he's like, come Spencer on, immediately. Don't, Didn't you feel that way? Okay, yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, no, come on, man. And listen, it's offensive. I will say this. He apologized immediately. And not only did he apologize, I want to defend him because he's 22 years old. He, he, he made a mistake. He shouldn't have said it. We yes. all know that. Not only did he apologize on Twitter immediately, it came across like genuine. Like, it didn't go through a PR department. It was, oh, crap. I, yes. I messed up. Let me fix it. And what was so funny is, so I went to the game last night. I'm leaving the game. And what I was doing while I was leaving the game, and you call this geeky, whatever, I went into net spaces to hear fans talk about this team. Which is like on Twitter, you could have open group conversations, and there's a moderator, and you talk so, about the game. So one of the guys said, you know what I really loved is it feels like the guys all like each other. Watch the Dinwiddie interview. It was just so much fun. Oh boy. So I said... You know, that's let me listen to that. I'm going to the car. I want to hear it. So I go on my phone. I rewind my uh, DVR on my phone from the direct TV now. And I get to the interview. And I'm listening. And I'm happy. And I'm like, God, oh, I feel good. Did you have to play it back a couple times to hear it? I heard something. I was like, excuse me? What was that? Oh, Jesus. I pressed the rewind button. I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah. Yeah, not good. <laughs> uh, and the NBA has already fined him $40,000. So they do have a no-tolerance policy. Uh, I, listen, there are different levels of verbal crimes. Uh, he shouldn't have said it. It is offensive, of course. No one's going to deny that, but I'm with you on this. It was an immediate apology. I happen to think he was sincere, and we're not going to now go castigate this guy no. as the and worst human being on earth. You're allowed to be 22 and make a mistake with your words and get past it, well, and hopefully one, he'll be allowed to do that. One weird thing about Cam, Cam Thomas has been known as never smiling. Like, that's his thing. He's a very serious look. And he was asked a couple of weeks ago, you know, why don't you ever smile? Yeah. And he made a line that became a meme. And he says, because bleep ain't funny. Like, yeah, okay. it's not funny. Yeah. And so here he is actually being non-serious yeah, for the right. first time. He's being glib. And he got himself in a little bit of trouble. Listen, I, and I think we can all move on from it. Uh, I hope, uh, listen, I, I am not a member of that community. Uh, so I respect the extra sensitivity if you're not going to move on from it. But he is a kid. He made a mistake. He apologized for it. And hopefully we can move on from it. Uh, 877-337-6666. We got this great offseason for the Jets. Not sure what that means uh, for next football season. But we got a lot of work to do now. Namely, getting a quarterback. And here's what we know for sure right now in the moment. The New York Jets apparently have no interest at all in Derek Carr. And I'm not suggesting Derek Carr is the answer or should be the answer as long as Aaron Rodgers is still undecided or unsigned or who knows what the hell that guy's doing. But I am very surprised that the New York Jets have not at least called New Orleans, called Las Vegas, found out what the asking price is, and agreed to it for the simple token that it allows them to then I, talk to Derek I Carr. I think the problem is... I'm very bothered by that. So here's why I'm not, and I'm surmising here. I think it's all a timing issue. The Derek Carr situation is likely to be sorted out soon after the Super Bowl. 
The Aaron Rodgers situation isn't because he hasn't made a decision on what he wants to do. The Packers haven't made a decision on what they want to do. And I think it's obvious if you read the tea leaves on the things Woody Johnson has said. They want Aaron Rodgers. Price is no op- no cost. No, like, should have been, right? They're not afraid of that. So I think their number one option, their number two option, the number three option is Aaron Rodgers. Now, it's fair to bring up, but what if they don't get him? Because Aaron Rodgers could simply come out of that cave that he's going into, whatever the house, the thing, whatever it is, and simply say, I want to end my career as a Packer. That's not taking a shot at the Jets. No, I get it's, that. You know what? I don't want to move. I don't want to learn a new system. I happen to be really happy in Green Bay. I love the fans. LaFleur is pretty good to me, blah, blah, blah. I ain't going nowhere. Now what do you do? Now you don't have Rodgers, no, not your fault, and now you don't have Derek Carr right. either. I acknowledge, and I think we all do, there is a huge, huge drop-off. Right. But they're going for the jugular, so, which I appreciate. I agree with you, but having a conversation doesn't require you to sign a guy or make a deal. Well, it requires you to agree on a compensation deal. But you don't have to, you don't have to sign him. I get it, but for what? If this because I want to be, know. You know what? This I, is going to be sorted out in days after the Super Bowl. Rodgers won't be. Well, I mean, listen, when does Rodgers go into this stupid uh, blockade? He ha- I bet you after the Super Bowl. I bet well, you wants to watch the game. He said weeks away. It's on his calendar. So it's weeks away. Well, that's what he said so on Tuesday. So there you go. So, again, it just proves my point timeline-wise. Yeah. It's not going to work with Derek Carr. And I get that the drop-off after Rodgers and Carr is huge. huge. You've gone through that. Yep. I understand that. So you're willing, jet, you're willing to throw it all in one basket. All I, right. think, I think it's. I wouldn't phrase it that way. Well, See, you phrase things a certain that's way. That's what you're doing, though. I'm throwing the deep bomb. You're, that's what no, I'm doing. No, but it's I'm not third checking and six. Down. I'm not checking down. Pardon me. It's fourth and six. Okay. It's fourth and six. It's fourth and six. Yeah, and I'm trying to throw a touchdown. Are you throwing a 10-yard uh, crossing pattern to keep the ball going? Or you going for the the end zone? See, I wouldn't look at it that way. That's Do you exactly remember the last doing. play of the Giant Viking game when Kirk Cousins threw it like a few yards short of the first down marker on fourth down? Yes, that's trading for Derek Carr, right? Throwing no, it up to Justin <laughs> Jefferson no, in double not. coverage yeah. is going after Aaron Rodgers. I think that is a perfect analogy. All right. Well, Speaking listen. of Kirk Cousins, did you see him singing last night? I did not. What was he singing last night? He took a song of Kelly Clarkson's Since You've Been Gone yeah. and turned it into a celebration that Tom Brady's gone and that maybe he has a chance to win. <laughs> Is that right? Yes, and Kelly Clarkson. So we, we might actually do we respect the song? Did he do a good job? I thought Did he was, Kelly Clarkson Ke- like it? Kelly loved it. Kelly was like, boy, I didn't know you had such a good voice. Really? That was really <laughs> good. And then Kelly, who I think has... Top, Kelly's the cat's meow. Top 15 voice of all time? No, it's don't get crazy. Where was she on that list? I don't know. I don't, I don't think she's on the list. It's, excuse me? I don't think she made the, she wasn't on the list. list. Then the list should be burned. But I'll, I'll do you a solid, and I did this this morning. I went through and I listened, because as you know, my favorite song of all time is the National Anthem, right? Yes. I went back here early this morning, and I listened to every Super Bowl National Anthem that has <laughs> ever been performed. You sound like me now. Right? Yeah, like you do it with weird sports stuff. I'm a weirdo. I went back at like three o'clock this morning, and I the very. Do you know the very first national anthem of Super Bowl? No, it was not Super Bowl one. It was not Super Bowl two. But what does that mean? They weren't doing the national. They did anthem? not sing the national anthem before those Super Bowls. Really? Yep. The very first Super Bowl that had a national anthem sung was 1974. A guy named Chuck something or other. Mm-hmm. All right, and he was a country music star of the uh, of the era. 
Okay. He was the first one, 1974. Google me, and I'm going to beat your ass if you fact I'm not Googling me. that. You I'm fact Googling something me. else. I'm, I see what you're doing. You're fact-checking me. You know what I'm fact-checking? Yeah, I know exactly what you're fact-checking. Super fact Bowl one, because there had to have been an anthem they before Super Bowl one. They did not sing the national anthem as a, as a part of the Super Bowl the way they do today. See, they did. The Pride of Arizona, Michigan no. marching band, and the UCLA That's a marching choir. band. It was not sung by, a, no, by like a person, they a celebrity. They did the national anthem. No, they did not. 1974 was the first time they brought a recording star in to sing the national and in anthem. And Super Bowl two is the GSU Tiger Marching yes, Band. Yes, again, marching bands don't count. <laughs> I'm talking about a rock star comes in and sings the national anthem. I was just making sure there was a national anthem. 1974, sir. Okay. All right, look it up. I well, forget the guy's name. Chuck something or Char other. Charlie Pride. Uh, Charlie Pride. There you go. Country music star. All right? Now. I ranked my five greatest Super Bowl national anthems of all time. Okay. Your girl's right there. Kelly? Kelly Clarkson She's is great. right there. She's fantastic. And if we accept the fact that you can't take Whitney Houston out of the number one spot for a myriad of reasons, we're really debating who's second. Beyonce. Beyonce was on my list. Look at that. See, you're showing uh -huh. some respect. Christina Aguilera? Not on my list. And I love Christina Aguilera. Gladys Knight? Gladys Knight, not on my list. Hmm. And I love Gladys Knight and the Pips. I think the Pips got screwed, but that's another story for another day. Luke Bryan. No. Nope. The Dixie Chicks. By the way, they're now known as the Chicks because they people thought the term Dixie was offensive because okay. it related to the Confederate flag. Okay, my apologies. They did a great version. They were and they were in the next five. They were not uh, in the top five. Tim McGraw's wife. No. Sorry. Faith Hill. Jennifer Hudson made the Jennifer top five. Jennifer Hudson? What Super Bowl did she do? Top five. Was that recent? Uh, maybe 07 or 09 oh, or 12, right. something like that. I believe Anyway, I'll give you more throughout the day, okay? Wow. All right, there are two people in the history of the Super Bowl that have been asked to perform the national anthem twice. Can I guess? I, I'll give you a hint if you want a hint. They're both men. Bruce Springsteen. Negative, sir. Billy He's Joel. Never done it. Yes. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Billy Joel has done the national anthem twice. Who else would it be then? One other guy that you'll never guess. Have I heard of him? You've yeah, you've heard of him, but you don't know him. Oh, I don't know then. Who? He had a big mole on his face. A big mole on his face. Yeah, he's from uh, Louisiana, I believe. I have uh -huh. no idea. You want to jump in on that, Big Mac? Aaron Neville. Aaron Neville. Oh, really? Aaron Neville. Aaron Neville and Billy Joel, the only two people on the planet who've ever been asked to sing the national anthem. At multiple Super Bowls. Huh. How about that? How about that? You have a question about the Super Bowl National Anthem. I'm your guy. You really are all over it. You want to talk stats? Evan's your guy. By the way. We got you covered both what's ways. What's the longest anthem? Well, I don't want to give it all out right the first <laughs> second. <laughs> I've got the longest. I've got the shortest. Okay. I'll give you a hint. Okay. The shortest anthem? Yeah. Country music star. Okay. The longest anthem? R&B star. Hmm. Okay. Do you want to hear uh, Kirk Cousins sing? We found the audio. Uh, yeah. Here's uh, Kirk Cousins singing a Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> Imagine this, this word. No one ever thought this sentence would ever be said. <laughs> a Kelly Clarkson classic. It's true. Uh, you got it there, guys, or no? Okay, okay. Tom's won seven times, went to ten. He's on some beast, so maybe Kirk could win. Hey, you can really yeah, sing. yeah. Since he's been gone. Oh, Not bad, right? What? I didn't like that she cut oh him off, God. so I wanted to hear more. Okay. Okay, Kirk Cousins. By the way, if you want to see some really good singing, she just did a uh, a song and story uh, broadcast with Pink, mm -hmm. who's got a new tour coming out, an album. If you like Pink, it's ridiculously amazing. All right, anyway, 
Uh, we got lots to do. 877-337-6666. Uh, I'll get all your calls coming right up as well. Uh, before you uh, accuse me of giving you bad info, when I say an R&B star has the longest one, to be more accurate, it was a duet, but she sang more of the song than he did. That's the only hint I can give you. As the longest guy. national anthem. The longest national anthem ever was uh, two minutes and, uh, no, I apologize. I, I did have it right. Okay, I got it right. R&B star, I'm totally right. I apologize. R&B star, female R&B star. How long was it? Two minutes and Two one. minutes and 35 seconds. And what's the shortest? The shortest one is one minute and 30 seconds. Wow. Or no, one minute 27. A mi over a minute difference? One minute 27 seconds is the shortest. Two minutes 35 seconds is the longest. Same exact song, and you could milk it for an extra minute plus. Uh-huh. Huh. Well, some people don't like that. They don't like the milking. Some people say you just go ahead and sing it and, be, and get off the stage. Yeah. yeah so that's, and that's a very big, that's a generational thing. Who Older are, folks are like, sing the song straight, get off the stage. Younger folks like me, we like the pizzazz. Well, it depends on what the we pizzazz. We like the runs. My answer to this is it's a little nuanced. It depends what the pizzazz is. If you're changing the song completely, I don't love it. But if you've got like a beautiful voice and you're showing that you could hit every note, that's great. Let's go. Like if Kelly Clarkson did that, fine. Because again... Top 15 voice of all time. Easy. Well, the, and if Rolling uh, Stone didn't include her in the top 100, it just should be burnt. Guys, we checked in the break. I don't think they did. I'm That's pretty, ridiculous. I'm pretty sure they didn't, as a matter of fact. Do you remember that Kathy Lee Gifford sang the national anthem? Yeah. I'm looking at a list right now. I have no idea. I watched everyone today. Was that good? No. <laughs> it was not good. It Sorry. Wasn't good. Okay. It was not good at all. All right, we'll get your calls. We're coming to you live from the Town Fair Tire Studios, powered by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Now, listen. You need a home security system, right? Uh, check out my friends at Slomans. They got your back. Call 833-933-SAFE. That's 833-933-SAFE. Get a free Slomans doorbell camera that connects directly to your phone with installation of your Slomans shield. Call 833-933-SAFE. Slomans. Going to give you a free customized home security system and professional installation when you use their low-cost central station monitoring. You get an LED touchscreen pad, motion detector, three-arm doors, and backup battery. Plus, you get a free doorbell camera that connects right to your smartphone with the installation of your Sloman Shield. It's not a cockamamie camera. It's a real-deal security system that is professionally installed and monitored 24-7. So, keep your family safe. Call my friends at Slomans right now, 833-933-SAFE. She ranks 194, so she barely made the top 200. That's embarrassing. I thought they only did the top 150. Was it 200? I guess it was 200. No, right. top 200. 200. Right. Disgraceful. If you're betting on the I game... I say it's disgraceful. No, it's disgraceful, bro. Come on. That voice? Not disgraceful. She sang a version of that song, too. Yeah. No, about... No, I know since you've been About Tom Brady. You, do you know what Super Bowl Kelly Clarkson sang? Uh, no, I forget. You should. They all run together. How about the near-perfect Patriot season? Oh, was that her? She did the anthem for Giants-Patriots. I'm trying to remember who did the halftime show that year. Don't remind me. I think it was Madonna. It was not Madonna. No. no. I, and I watched the halftime show. Oh, it was a bunch of old guys. Yeah, Am I right Tom about Petty. that? Tom Petty Tom and the Petty. Heartbreakers. That was it. Yeah. That was it. Who did the second one, the one in Indianapolis? Was that Madonna? No, it was not Madonna. No. <laughs> and I watched these stupid halftime shows. I was there. I have no idea. I well, was literally here in this chair. One of the worst experiences ever. What's, what's that? Watching yeah, the Super Bowl I was from working. Here? I was running the board for Giants Radio, so I was sitting in this chair watching it on these 
two little tiny TVs. Oh. Oh. Hearing Bob say it 15 seconds before I watched it on TV. Oh, that's brutal. Oh, oh is that, <laughs> did you have a tough time yeah, with that? Yeah, I had a rough time with it. <laughs> was that hard for you to get through? Yes. <laughs> well, good uh, news. Good news they, for you. At least they, if By they would the have lost, it would have been real All right, so real quick. Uh, so you're fair. It's a fair complaint. You had to watch the giant game, the Super Bowl here. It sucks. It's part of your career arc, right? When I was in Philadelphia, WIP Radio, in my first year there for for a Super Bowl, right? Which I guess is 1994 Super Bowl. They had me do a four-hour talk show while the Super Bowl was oh on from a sports bar called Philly Rock Cafe while they were showing the Super Bowl in the bar. <laughs> No joke. I did a four-hour sports talk show against the Super Bowl in a bar showing the Super so Bowl. So what did how'd you handle it? What was your strategy for this? I bet, I was with Gary Cobb, former linebacker for the Eagles, the Lions, and the Cowboys. We ate a lot of wings, drank a lot of beer, uh, and we basically talked about the game. And commented about the game. Yeah, You're like, a, like compan- a companion it, broadcast. It was like the first ever legitimate companion broadcast. <laughs> yes. yes it was right. the Manning thing before the Manning <laughs> thing. Exactly right. Go ahead. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.